My name is Chewy, and I'm joined once again by my brother from another mother, Mr. Pip. How are you, sir? I'm I'm doing fantastic. After about <laughs> six or seven false starts, uh, this is this is the moment I've been waiting for for so long. We are finally podcasting live in front of each other and our naked steaming eyes right here. It is, uh, it is the moment I've been waiting for, for so long. I'm, I'm super pumped about this. Yeah. So, so, so this is, um, this is the second podcast to hit the feed in 2022. I hit the first one. I actually posted the first one uh, just this morning. I recorded it earlier. I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago. No, maybe 10 days ago. And I recorded it. I posted it earlier today because I was on the way and I candidly, I was a little bit vain and I wanted to listen to myself, <laughs> listen to, uh, to our podcast. But I, I am actually face to face with my brother in Indianapolis. I can't even rem- remotely begin to describe how excited I am to be back home in Indiana. This is amazing. It's good to see you, sir. It is so much fun. It is great to see you. It's good to have you back home in Indiana. It's not technically your home but you did spend a couple years here going to school and all of that stuff so very glad to have you here and very glad to do this live and in person i mean i'm not even sure what the hell we're going to talk about tonight but this is going to be a blast and i'm really really no you know it's funny i mean so so we had we'd started this podcast i don't know god it's it's got to be at the very beginning of covid right Mm -hmm. and so we are this is i don't know episode 65 66 67 whatever it is and we started this podcast at the beginning of COVID, and this was always what I envisioned this podcast to be. It was it was you and I sitting down talking about whatever, whether it's movies or wrestling or what have you. And I am I I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am that we're finally able to do it face to face. I know I I think we might have recorded a couple things. When we were together the last time, I don't know that I ever even posted it, right? <laughs> Probably we, not. We were yeah. sitting at a brewery and we were <clears throat> drinking Bloody Marys. What brewery was that at? So that was, uh, I believe that was Missing Mountain Brewery. And uh, I don't know if it was in Cleveland proper, but it was somewhere, or Stowe or what, yeah. somewhere around yeah. there. It was a great brewery. Got a good hat. Got a great Bloody Mary. There were some really good beers there. And good food and, and all kinds so, of stuff. So it's entirely possible that I have that recording on my phone somewhere and just <laughs> never and just never posted it. So hey, maybe maybe I will post that here in, in the near future. But but uh, so so yeah, I I actually I, I drove from Cleveland this morning. I drove from Cleveland to Indianapolis, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna sit down tomorrow night. We're gonna watch the Royal Rumble. I'm pumped. Like it's it's probably obviously WrestleMania is is my favorite pay per view of the year. But Royal Rumble is a very close second. I, oh, I'm sure. a huge fan. Well, it's the it's the one event that has its own kind of stick to it, right? So it's the one where, you know, it's the, the Battle Royal flavored pay-per-view where instead of a Battle Royal, they introduce new competitors every couple minutes. And they come in and they, you know, they fight for their right to get to WrestleMania to challenge the current champion to take the title. And more so than SummerSlam, more so than Survivor Series or any of the other sort of ancillary pay-per-views that come in between, it has stakes, right? It has something that it's building up to for something. It's They call it the road to WrestleMania for a reason. That's why this is exciting because it's the beginning of the year. It's the beginning of what's building up to what is the Super Bowl of sports entertainment. It's WrestleMania. This is the best time of the year to be a wrestling fan in in terms of WWE, right? I mean, this is, it's WrestleMania season and you can really kind of ignore, if you're thinking about a season, you can really kind of ignore a whole lot up until you get to January. Once you get to January, once you get to the Royal Rumble, 
you you really are on the road to WrestleMania and everything that happens from now until March or April, whenever WrestleMania happens, it matters, right? Yeah, this absolutely. is this is really what happens from a storyline perspective. This is where you need to care. Yeah. If you if you want to understand what's going on in WrestleMania, now is the time to start paying attention. Yeah, absolutely. It's a four-month period where for those wrestling fans who subscribe and, and pay attention to WWE, like this is the time that matters the most. It all starts with the Royal Rumble and, and whoever wins the Royal Rumble and whatever direction all of these storylines start taking, they start mattering right about now. So th- this is exciting for uh, for wrestling fans. Yeah, sure. so, so, so I don't know about you, but I, I candidly, I really have not been paying attention to a whole lot of storyline-wise WWE. I, I I watch almost every pay-per-view, but there's a there's a boatload of stuff that happens, you know, from pay-per-view to pay-per-view that I do not pay attention to. I really don't even know what we're what we're dealing with tomorrow night. Do you have any idea? No, not really. I, I mean there are a couple of storylines that I have I, I am familiar with, but not necessarily have followed. I mean, the biggest part of the Royal Rumble is the Royal Rumble itself, right? It's the it's the the match where 30 competitors come in and they they fight for their chance to win an opportunity to go for the belt in WrestleMania. I have occasionally watched Raw on and off. I don't watch SmackDown because it's on Friday nights and I don't know who's watching wrestling on Friday nights. That's that's just not terribly practical for most people, but I watch Raw on occasion. And it gives me about half of the story of what's going on. And, and that's fine. But again, much like you, like I, I sort of believe that nothing really counts until we get to this point in time. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting what happens. And, and I'm excited about it. I, Brock Lesnar is going to fight tomorrow against uh, Bobby Lashley. And I, I honestly, I can't remember any of the other matches off the top of my head, but I think there will be some good ones. But obviously the Rumble is why we all come to this. And the, you know, there can be a lot of surprises and it's, it's super fun and it's, it's very engaging and we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, so it, it, it's funny. So as, as I'm sitting here and we're recording this at 11 26 PM on Friday evening, the night before the rumble, I'm looking at Wikipedia and there are six matches. Okay. All there right. Are six matches let's go announced for the rumble. Yeah. Let's okay? talk about them. So there's two that you're not going to be able to call. The first one is the Rumble itself. Sure. The second one is the, the Ladies Rumble. I didn't realize there was a Ladies Rumble this year. I but, forgot about that. But yeah. there is. I actually think that's going to be really, really good. It, it's going to be outstanding. Yeah. It is because here's the thing, right? You got you got 30 men and 30 women. I don't know who the fuck are going to be in either of them, quite frankly. Yeah, you know, there's, I, there's probably 20 of them that I can guess. But yeah. once you get beyond that, especially in the women – I have like, there's going to be a boatload of names that I just don't know. Yeah. And hopefully there's some surprises in there too, because the historically they've done a really great job of tossing a couple competitors in there that were either legends or legends in the, in the respect of the era that they came out of, right. The, like the legends era, we were talking earlier about honky talk man showed up in one of the rumbles, I think in the early two thousands and like, you never really know who's going to arrive now. If of course, if hockey dog man or anybody of that era comes in, you know, they're not going to win, but it's going to be fun to see them and and maybe they'll throw somebody out or maybe something will happen. But I think the, the women's rumble is going to be really good. And depending on what else is on that card will sort of dictate how interesting the rumble is going to be. Like, I don't know if Charlotte flair is on that card, but if she's in the rumble, it's going to be amazing because she is by far the best female talent. One of the best talents period, but one yeah. easily the best. So, female. so she, so she is not on this card. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, I'll talk to you about the four other matches on this card and then we can come back and we can talk about the rumble. Okay. Perfect. So the first match again, this is just from Wikipedia. And I will say I did watch the latest WWE and they're not even calling them pay-per-views anymore. They're calling them like special events or something like they're not even called pay-per-views. The last one was called day one and going into that event. So this was on January 1st. And so it's called day one and going into that event, it was supposed to be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. That was like the big, the big match. Sure. Well, Roman Reigns tested positive for COVID. So fuck COVID. Like we're all fucking sick of it. I'm not, don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Uh, right. We all fucking hate it. 
it is what it is. But he tested positive, and so he like like that day, and he had to Did back he out. Well, I don't. <laughs> yeah. That's what they said. Sure. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. I never saw the positive test. Interesting storyline. Fair enough. Yep. And so they put Brock Lesnar into the at the time it was the four way or the five way, and he ended up winning the WWE Championship. So the first match on the card tomorrow night is well again per Wikipedia. I don't. I have no idea where they're how they're going to do the card. Is Brock Lesnar as the champion versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship? So that is whether you like these guys or not. That is two mammoth fucking human beings. Like they're oh, yeah. both. I mean, just like muscles on top of muscles on top of muscles. So who do you like between Bobby Lashley and the reigning and defending champion Brock Lesnar? I think it's going to be Lashley. I think you he's going to so? take it. I do think he's going yeah. to take it. You think yeah. he's going to win? Like win the title. Yeah, I think that he will only because I don't see Brock defending the title at WrestleMania. I think okay. that they're setting up for whoever's going to win the Rumble to take the title at WrestleMania. And from my perspective, I feel like it would be more, well, I mean, I, there's a lot of things to consider here. So is Roman in the Rumble? Roman is defending his title late, his title. Oh, he still has a title. Which is a That's different right. title later okay. in the night. Yes. Okay, so so maybe that, I don't know. They may pull like a completely random swerve that nobody's expecting, but I don't think they're going to set Brock Lesnar up to lose the title at WrestleMania. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. They yeah. may let Bobby Lashley keep the title through WrestleMania, or they may let him lose at WrestleMania, but I don't see Brock Lesnar coming just to lose the title at WrestleMania. So, so I, you, you, don't, you don't see Lesnar going into WrestleMania as a champion and coming out as not a champion. Correct. Saying, okay. Regardless. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, it's okay. It's complete conjecture at this point, okay. I, but that's, no, that's, that's kind of the way that I see it. What about you? I would tend to agree with you other than the fact that I don't think Lesnar was scheduled to win the title at day one. Really? I don't think he was because he was scheduled to wrestle Roman Reigns. Yeah. So he was he was scheduled to wrestle Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, mm -hmm. and then they put him in the title picture for the Universal Championship because Reigns tested positive. Yeah. So they clearly, like at the last minute, kind of changed course. So I, I don't know. Now it's entirely possible that they had him scheduled to beat Reigns at day one, but we'll never know. Doubt it. I, I doubt it too. I personally think they're setting up for Reigns versus The Rock sure. whenever they do it, whether yep. it's at this year's WrestleMania or I think next year's WrestleMania, which is going to be in Hollywood, yeah. California. That's what I think they're going for. I could be, um, yeah. So, so I don't know. I do tend to agree with you, though, that I'm not sure that Lesnar is going to come to WrestleMania and lose. Right. So I don't know. But I don't know who the who's going to be the champion, right? Like, well, if, like, if if he's gonna if he's not going to come to WrestleMania and lose, then that would mean he would lose tomorrow night, because then I would see he would go into WrestleMania yeah. as the challenger and then win. Possibly, but Big E is still not out of this whole thing, right? Like he could. I've is Big E in the Royal Rumble? I feel like he probably is because Big E is the one that lost the title, right? Like Big yes. E is the one that doesn't Big, have Big a title e, yes. anymore. Yes, Big E. I can only imagine he's in the Rumble because he's not. He's yeah. not listed in the in the. Um, I don't think they're done with him yet. I, I, think I would could, agree. I think yeah. he could potentially take the title back now. Obviously, it won't be until Mania, probably at this point. But I think Big E's maybe a sleeper for winning the Rumble. Okay, so you think maybe. Lesnar then now let me ask you a question what happens if Lesnar retains and then it's Big E versus Lesnar at the at Wrestlemania Big E takes it you think Big E I, takes I don't it? I don't think they keep the belt on 
on Brock, no matter what. I just don't think okay. they do. I don't think okay. he's a long-term play okay. for the WWE. No, you're enti- yeah, no. In fact, I thought he was going to come in and lose right away to Roman and then disappear like Cena did right. and, and yeah. like everybody else that's been sort of lined up against right. Roman. But maybe to your point, if Roman legitimately tested positive for COVID, maybe they're like, well, we got to figure something. But Roman still has a belt. Like, he has the universal championship. He has the universal belt. Yeah, so. Does. I don't know. There, there's so much going on here. It's kind of hard to keep yeah. up with. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. So uh, the 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 net. This, this is a. I'm kind of at a loss here because Becky Lynch, who is the Raw Women's Champion, yeah, is wrestling Dewdrop. I, I don't know who the fuck that is. D o u d r o p Dewdrop. I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't. You sound like my dad right now. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do. okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. She's she's on Raw. She is a uh, she's another. I sound like your dad. <laughs> like I love Richard, but that sucks. <laughs> well, you're like trying to read her name and pronounce it all at the same time. Yes, her name is Dewdrop, and I, I have no defense for this character or who this is, but. Yeah, she is a she is an active talent on the roster, and she has been wrestling on Raw for a little while now. She is, I believe, of Scottish descent because she's got a very thick accent that sounds very similar to Becky Lynch, Scottish, Irish, something close to that. Yeah, she's you know. she she's from she's from Scotland. Okay, Scotland. Okay, so forgi- she, forgive me for for not knowing the difference between. Irish and Scottish. She doesn't even have a picture on Wikipedia, so that's a problem. Yeah, well, she's she's been a character. I don't think for a second that she's going to take the title. Like, not a chance. Becky Lynch, no way in hell will she lose the title to this girl at a Royal Rumble. Like, Becky Lynch is going to take the title to WrestleMania. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Yeah, you- she's either going to lo- lose it to Charlotte Flair or well i don't know she she's not on the same show as charlotte so but i guess it doesn't matter when you go to wrestlemania right, right? so it's either going to be like someone of the stature of charlotte fair charlotte flair or ronda rossi's gonna come she's back, coming back ronda yeah. rossi's okay. gonna come there's a lot of rumors about her showing up tomorrow at the rumble okay well i would i would love that and i and, would too and we'll, and we'll get it will get in the rumble here in a minute so so then so that so you think becky lynch is going to beat dewdrop absolutely okay. not right. even I, I, I would tend to agree with you only because i've never fucking heard of dewdrop and she doesn't have a picture on wikipedia so i will I would, be completely okay. uninterested in that match only because okay. i think it's a foregone conclusion yeah. becky lynch does not drop that okay. title so the next announced match again i'm going from wikipedia is I, i'm actually interest really interested in this Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Miz and Maurice. Now here, before you, before you, before I take a giant dump all over a mixed tag match. Here's the thing, right? This is the kind of match like where on paper, clearly Edge and Beth Phoenix, two WWE Hall of Famers are clearly going to beat the shit out of The Miz, who is like, he's going to He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I'm not taking anything away from Miz, but he was a fucking MTV reality star. And Maurice, who is hot, but is just like a a reality star, right? Barely a talent. I guess. But this is the kind of match that, like, in history, Miz and Maurice win. Historic. Like, if you look back. No, I can see that. Historically. Miz and Maurice win this match. There's really no benefit to put Edge over for this match, right? No. I mean, there really isn't. Like, he's not going for titles at this point. Not at all. I think Miz still has enough gas in the tank to be a world champion. Absolutely 100%. Yeah. In fact, I'll be really bummed if they don't give it back to him at some point. But Edge is sort of like, he's like that legend that comes back. He's already in the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. And Beth Phoenix is so, one yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he so he's coming back and he's still wrestling, but there's no reason to give him a belt. There's no reason to right. put him over anything. He is there to do nothing but put the other guys over. So he is there to make Miz look better. He is there to make well, he, he fought Randy Orton not too long ago. And Randy Orton is kind of in the same category, maybe a little bit behind it. A little it bit is, younger, but in yeah. terms yeah. of 
you know, Edge is already in the Hall of Fame. Edge is a little bit older, but Randy Orton is that point in his career with this whole RK Bro thing, where it's 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 really it's, fucking goofy. It's the worst mustache in WWE right now. It, it's terrible. It's like yeah, it's like, Chester yeah. the molester yeah, level goofiness. Sad, yeah. But that aside, like, there's no reason to um, put Edge over. Like, if you want to give him a run at one of the other belts, then that's fine. But I think this is the whole reason for putting this match in place is to get Miz pushed. I, I was going to say, I think I, you have to, I, I right? would kind of be shocked because he's not done. I, I would kind of be shocked if it ended of any other way other than Miz pinning edge. It doesn't do any good for Maurice to pin Beth Phoenix, right? It, ju- it just doesn't. And that would be, in my opinion, the ultimate mea culpa for having bad bunny pin Miz, Miz at WrestleMania year. last right. year because I was pissed about that. Yeah. I, I don't care about Bad Bunny winning. He should not be pinning the Miz. That's ridiculous. It's it's so silly. And the Miz is better than that. Like they need to treat him as a as a more credible talent than what they did at WrestleMania. Yeah, you, you're just bitter that you picked against the Miz last year. Aren't That's you? not entirely <laughs> untrue. Okay. And, the, and then the last like announced match uh, again, other than Rumbles is Roman Reigns versus Seth freaking Rollins mm. for the Universal Championship. And again, before you start, I'm I'm on record. I think I think Reigns is holding the title at least through WrestleMania. Oh yeah. I think he I think he's on a collision course versus The Rock. And again, I don't know if it's this WrestleMania or next. If I had to guess, I would say at this point it's probably next because you haven't seen hide nor hair of The Rock. I think that's where they're going, and I don't think Seth Rollins. I like at this point, Roman Reigns has had the title for almost three hundred days. It's a it's a long fucking time. True. At, at this point, I think they're just going to kind of keep it on it. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but who knows? No, there's no reason to give it to Seth Rollins at this point. I mean, I think Seth Rollins is a fantastic talent in the WWE, and I think he deserves a title. But the WWE is clearly putting all of their chips into Roman Reigns as a heel, as a title holder. It makes no sense. There's absolutely no logic behind taking that away from him now. Now, granted, there was no logic behind taking the Undertaker streak away from him in WrestleMania when Brock Lesnar did that. But, you know, they do what they do, and that's, that's fine. I... I think that I agree with you and that I feel like he's lining up against the rock, but I hope sincerely that it's not next year. I hope it's this year only because that means they won't take the title off of him for a whole nother year. And I still don't think it makes sense to take the title off of him to give it to the rock. I think we've talked about this on a previous podcast, but like the rock's not a wrestler. He's not a talent anymore. So everybody's going to be assuming that the rock's going to come in and win the belt, but it makes no sense to take the belt off of Roman to give it to the rock. They need to anoint the next great babyface champion in the WWE. And I still don't think they know who that's going to be. See, yet. They've painted themselves into a really serious corner. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I would tend to agree with you because even though I think they're headed towards Roman versus rock, I don't think they should give the title to rock. Absolutely. I, I, I really not. Don't. It, it was, no. it was really cool a couple of years ago when the rock beat, I can't remember who he beat, it was at the rumble might've been Seth. Was it Rollins or was it Lesnar? Whoever it was, but he, he, again, this is several years ago, but I would agree with you. I, I don't think he should win the title. No. And the problem that they're running into, they don't have a baby face nearly strong enough. No, to they beat don't Roman reigns. They really don't. Here's the thing. Everybody hated Roman reigns for years and years and years while he was a baby face. Yeah. And now they've turned him heel. And now he's a fucking monster heel. Yep. There's not a baby face strong enough to take the title. It's not what what's his name the the, the surfer dude. It's Arf. not Randy Orton. Like there's just there's just not. Now here's the thing. Does John Cena come back and win the Rumble as the pacemaker? Uh is he is he the one to do it? Is he a baby face? He's the only baby face maybe big enough. He is absolutely the baby face big enough to pull it off. Should they do it? That's a well, totally different story because John Cena is off making movies. He's not a wrestler. He is he, him and the rock are doing their I thing. I agree. It's the same. It's the same the argument. Exact as the same rock, thing. Right. Yeah. 
but I think that the longer that they keep the belt on Roman, the more that they are building up the importance of the belt. You you need somebody who can take that belt and be the guy. You can't put it on a guy who's a part-timer. You can't put it on an old-timer. You can't put it on Miz. He's not big enough at this point, right? He's just not. The Miz is like well, they could put it on the Miz, but not now because right. they've they've sort of postured the Miz as this Hollywood bad tweeter, boy, right? Yeah, like yeah. you need a yeah. you he's not he's not a face, he's not a baby face right. right now. So they need to find the baby face, they need to find the next John Cena, and maybe that's what they're doing. They're just biding their time, but they need to figure it out like really quick. And I don't know who that is yet. See, and I, maybe it's I don't biggie. I, I don't I tell you I'll tell you what, I think they're fucked. I don't think there's anybody. Nah. I don't think there's anybody currently on the roster that is a big enough babyface to take the title off of what they've built in Roman Reigns. They have. They have, what they've done. So they took the biggest babyface, arguably since John Cena, and they turned him heel. Right. Yeah. So you had Roman Reigns who they had so, to because everybody they did. Hated no, no, they, they did. Yeah. I, and don't get me wrong. I'm I'm a huge fan of Roman Reigns as a, as a heel, a huge fan. Yeah, but the problem is he was a face for so long and a face that everybody hated, right? And like the WWE was fucking pushing, 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 and they finally turned him heel, and now he's such a colossal heel. I don't think they have a babyface big enough. I I just don't know who it is. I don't either. And and, and even if they bring John Cena back, yeah. It's not a good play. It, it's not. It's right? really because, not. Because Cena is the same "quote unquote" problem as The Rock, it, or you know, yeah, whether exactly. it's The Rock or Cena or whatever it is, it's the same right. issue. Or Taker or whoever it is. Like, like no. you can't, yeah. you can't bring back, you can't bring back a legend, quote unquote, no. to take him out. And they don't have a baby fest. No, powerful enough to take. Him. They're bringing back a lot of legends just to show that he can overpower them. I, I agree with you hundred percent. Like, I don't know where this is. I don't think they're fucked because they, you know, WWE has existed sure. for yeah. decades upon decades. So they'll find a way out of this. Maybe they'll roll the dice. Maybe they'll take their chance on somebody who's out there who, you know, we just didn't expect. I don't think it's going to be like a, a riddle or anything like that, but it, uh, it could be, I don't know. There could be somebody out there that we're just not even thinking about. Who is the money in the bank? The money in the bank's done, right? Like that that already get cashed in. I think it's I honestly don't know. I haven't okay. been paying attention to enough to know. I can't I remember am. that, but so, I'm I'm pretty sure that's not a factor anymore. Yeah, but and, and then the only other night, the only other match tomorrow night is the women's Royal Rumble. And I couldn't mm-hmm. even tell you who it's in, so or who's in it. So I, I can't really even speak to it. Yeah, I know the Bella twins are coming back to be in that. I'm sure they'll have a couple legends that'll come in and make a few appearances and then and then phase out i really do wonder if ronda rousey is going to be in that i i think that it would make sense for them to do that if they can pull her in to push her towards a wrestlemania match but you know who knows charlotte's got to be in there right uh i think is she does she not have a belt right now like so becky's got one who's got the other who's um it it I, I don't even know. Yeah. That's, that's terrible. But she's not. She's not like listed on the card. So, so how 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 do we feel about the fact that fucking Johnny Knoxville is gonna be in the Rumble? No. Oh. Are we are we not happy? Are we happy? I, I'm. I I can confidently tell you, I'm never happy when any celebrity gets in the Royal Rumble, and I think it soils the mystique of wrestling in general. Which I get. You know, most people know that this is all goofy bullshit, and it's all scripted, and. It is what it is, but when you put Johnny Knoxville in there, just like when you put Drew Carey in there or any other celebrity for that matter, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It takes all the punch out of it for me. So per Wikipedia, Charlotte Flair is indeed in the Royal Rumble. Okay. Good so for, for the women. Good. So she wins it. I'm calling I, that. Now. I would. I would tend to agree with calling you. that. Yeah, now. You, no so, way she doesn't yeah. win it. So I. I don't. I, I would imagine that we will probably see some legends, some names we haven't seen before, both in the in the men's and the women's rumble. Yeah. But I would tend to agree with you. I, I think Charlotte Flair is going to win on the on the men's side. If you had to pick one name, who do you pick? One name. And again, this is, you don't even know who, who all is in there, but who do you pick? Oh, Jesus. 
That's uh, that's a really tough one. So I I have to kind of take a step back and think who is in it versus who is not. So we know that so Brock I'm is ha- not. I'm, ha- I'm happy to read you who they have announced as of this recording who's in it. I'm, I'm going to rattle them off real quick. Okay. And this will be really fucking boring for our listeners. But Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford. No, no. Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, no, no. Austin Theory, Johnny Knoxville, fuck you. Sheamus, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Big E is in. Big E wins. Happy Corbin. Happy happy fucking Corbin. Like, fuck that dude. Happy Corbin. That's where we've gone. Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens, Omos, Randy Orton, Riddle, Chad Gable, Otis, Otis is my fucking spirit animal, by the way. <laughs> Dolph, like a fat guy with a beard. That's my guy. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, Robert Rude, Shinsuke, Shitstain. Shitstain. Rick Boogs. Rick what? Boogs. What? Rick Boogs. That's what he said. And Ricochet. That's who's been announced for the Royal Rumble. So. You know who my sleeper is for that? Rick Boogs. Kevin Owens. Yeah, that's a good that's a good Kevin thing. Owens is yeah, my sleeper. That's that's I think I would not legitimately, be legitimately yeah. Kevin Owens is my favorite modern day wrestler yeah, today. That's, that's, no, that's he just, is yeah. so good. Yeah. There's something about him that he puts everything in every single fucking match he has. Yep. I would love, love, love to see Kevin Owens win the Royal Rumble. Rick Rick Boog is my my dark horse. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? <laughs> Rick, Rick Boobs. Who is Boobs? <laughs> I, I, okay. don't, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, so okay. so uh, so tomorrow night we're going to hear that. I, I don't know if we're going to be shit-canned, hammered, and record it. We probably won't record anything, but... Yeah, you never know. Yeah. So um, so that's wrestling. Tomorrow night, are we going to do a... Are we going to do like a Rumbleman? Like a Bear Man Rumbleman? No, probably Man, not. I haven't even thought about that. Right? We can do that. We should probably try. We probably should do that. Even if it's like six beers. We yeah, should probably yeah. do that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's talk Scream. Let's talk movies. So okay. Talk, okay. Fuck yeah, I want to do it. Okay. So so I so I went the other night to see Scream. I dropped off my son at his girlfriend's house. And it just like worked out. It was like, it was perfect. And the time worked out. I went to go see Scream. And I know you had seen it at the very top. Up or down, up arrow, down arrow. But b- before talking about it, going into it, just up or down. Yeah. Recommend or not recommend? I'd say up arrow. Okay. I'd say I recommend. It's definitely not a sequel that wasted my time, and it, it did some really good things. But yeah, that's mine. It's our, okay. Our, yeah, our I, yeah, I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Absolutely recommend. If you are a fan of the Scream franchise, a 100% recommend. If, if we're rating these movies between, you know, so Scream 1 through 4, and this is number 5, this is probably my second favorite. Or, really? at, the, or at the very, number 4 and number 5, it's it's right there. It's, it's, it's razor thin between the two. I have some issues with this movie, but it was an absolutely enjoyable movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yes, absolutely recommend it. So, so, so this is one of, on a previous podcast, we talked about, we've talked about Ghostbusters. We've talked about The Force Awakens. We talked about Halloween Kills. This is one of those movies that, and even in the movie, they referred to it as a requel. So this is a, a retelling or a sequel of the original movie. And essentially what this is, in my mind, this is the retelling of Scream. It's the same way that The Force Awakens essentially retells Star Wars or A New Hope. It's almost the same movie, almost beat for beat with a couple eh, minor changes, but it's essentially the same movie. Yeah. This movie did a great fucking job of bringing back the original characters, the original beats, way better than Ghostbusters did arguably better than star Wars did. I think this is a real, a really, really good requel. Yeah. I think it's pretty solid. I think, first of all, I want to acknowledge this new screen movie for introducing us to the requel uh, vernacular, because I think we've been trying to put a 
designation or a, a, a categorization on this type of movie for a while now. And requel, I think, makes a lot of sense. So, you know, these requels or, or this movie in particular, I think it was good. I, I do. I agree with most of what you're saying. I think that this movie is an interesting sort of case study in how this series has evolved over time, right? Because the very first movie, as we kind of talked about, was more of a commentary on horror movies and slasher movies and that genre. You're talking about the original? Yeah, the original screen. Okay. And things have evolved quite a bit since that movie, which came out in, what, 1996 at this point. So things are a little bit different now, and we don't have slasher franchises Mm-hmm. in 2022 like we did back in the uh, mid 90s and even even in the mid 90s we didn't really have a lot of slasher franchises we had a lot of slasher franchises that were ending they were coming to an end so freddy's dead or jason goes to hell or you know whatever all of that stuff was so yeah i mean overall i think this was this was an interesting movie there were some things that I liked about it. There were some things that I didn't like about it. Overall, I enjoyed the experience. Uh, I think it was good, but you know, I, you know, we we talked about you and I talked about you know this this other podcast that we like to listen to, the Now Playing podcast. I would like to say our friends over there, but we we don't know them. They don't know us, but they made a lot of really good points. This movie was largely. It was good, but it was also kind of forgettable. I mean, I, I don't know that this movie and the fourth movie have a lot in common in that they didn't really do enough to push along the narrative in any specific direction. They were both entertaining and I like them, but I don't really know that I ever care whether or not I see another Scream movie again. So I, I clearly, I, I would absolutely like recommend this film but you know, it's 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 funny you say that. So my 15 year old son is st- kind of starting to get into horror movies, right? And he has never seen any of the Scream movies. He and his girlfriend sat down and they started watching the MTV like TV version of Scream, like which which I have never seen. But but it has nothing. I know I do know that it has nothing to do with Woodsboro. It has nothing to do with the kind of the Scream universe that we are familiar with. And this movie clearly is a, a an enjoyable good slasher movie. But if you haven't if you don't know the scream mythos, if you don't know the scream story, it, it's not a recommendable movie because you would have no fucking idea why you should care about any of these characters, why who the fuck Billy Loomis is, you, like you don't you you wouldn't know any of these characters, right? It, it, and it would be a if if you literally came into this movie cold, it would not be a recommendable film, in my opinion. Now, the fact that I have all this history with the Scream franchise, it's it, absolutely a recommendable. But you you need to put some work in in order to care about this movie. I think one of the, one of the things that the the now playing folks did, they pointed out a really interesting fact. And it's the it's the fact that this sort of movie really only works for an age of moviegoers that care about this type of movie. They care about the Scream franchise. They understand it. But also not only the Scream franchise, but they really kind of understand what the Scream franchise is commenting on which is even more kind of a bigger issue, right? The fact that you and I are in our mid 40s, we have a certain relationship with Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers and Ghostface and Pinhead and what have you. Kids now that are in their, you know, teens or 15, they they don't. They just don't care right. about that stuff. True. They don't know who any of these characters are. And so if they're coming into this series now, especially with this movie, they have no fucking idea what what it's referring to. And if they don't, this is a really kind of a pretty weak movie. Yeah, I would agree. I think that that's sort of what the series started basing itself off of is all of the 
meta self-referential commentary off of the slasher franchises that sort of put the horror genre on the map in the 80s. And I don't think that that's a thing anymore for moviegoers or for kids that were that are growing up these days. So Scream has had to sort of shift their, I don't know if narrative is the right word, but shift the motif of what they're doing into just being, you know, meta, just breaking the fourth wall, just talking about what movies are, are doing and, and sort of the goofiness of all of that. And, you know, like one character talks about my favorite horror movie is Babadook and, and it follows and things like that. So like things are changing and, and I respect that because things have to grow and things have to change. But this, this movie is interesting because it's, it's sort of wrestling with the idea of trying to push it forward yet also trying to bring in some of the older characters. And I don't know if it does a good enough job of that. I mean, it, it, it does a decent job. This is not a bad movie by any stretch of the means, but I do think it really struggles with what it wants to do ultimately with the characters that helped define this series to begin with. You know, it's funny. I, I really, really, really enjoyed the fourth screen movie. I probably put that so you had the original from 1996 and then I probably put number four as my second favorite. Yeah, that's fair. But but number four was really kind of forgettable, right? Like yeah. it, it it was a good, it was a good movie. And if you understood the Scream franchise, you really enjoyed it. But it, as a standalone kind of slasher flick, yeah, there was a couple of really good kills in it. Uh, the Anthony Edwards kill in my mind was really good and funny. But beyond that, it wasn't it wasn't great. And I have a feeling and you you actually mentioned it earlier tonight. I, I think this this movie is probably going to fall into that same category. It's like yeah. anybody younger than 40 is going to look at this movie and be like, yeah, OK, it was, there were some inventive kills. It was interesting. It was kind of gory, but I don't care about any of these characters. I don't give a fuck. Well, first of all, anybody younger than 40 doesn't know who Sidney Prescott is. Right. Doesn't know who Dewey was. Don't doesn't really care that he died. Certainly doesn't know who Gail, Gail Weathers was. And the characters that are introduced in this movie are not going to be, you're not going to care enough about the characters that were introduced here. You don't want a sequel. You don't want to know what their story is. You don't, you just don't care. Yeah. It's really interesting. And I, I don't know what this is and I would, I would like to try to figure it out, but for some reason for me, like the first three screen movies are like, the trilogy like it's it feel it felt to me that those movies were set up to be three movies and that everything after that just seems like a shameless attempt to try to get the studio more money based off of a uh, a name from a franchise you know and and it's interesting because like i didn't like scream 2 i didn't really like scream no i i I probably sincerely disliked Scream 3. Scream 4 and Scream 5 are better movies, but for some reason, like, I can't I can't break out of the mold of, you know, the first three movies are the only ones that are really important and everything else just seems like sort of a tacked-on chapter to something, you know, a cheap money play or something like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, th- I think with Scream 4, the reason you feel that way is just because there was so much time in between. I think with Scream 5... There's probably some of that as well, but but we're so far beyond. We're what we're 25 years yeah. beyond the original, and, and and they did they did a, a more than admirable job in my opinion of bringing back and and kind of tying back to the original. But you're 25 years past. You're like what story a, is left who, to yeah, tell? Who gives a shit, right? It's yeah. like it's like okay, yeah, you know, Sydney's around, and oh, oh okay, I guess. Yeah, and now they could bring know, her back, right? But, but they, you know, they've, why? So they've tied in. At this point, we're in like main characters of Scream's kids or nephews, or at this point, okay, like okay, it was a cool story, but okay, like we get it, right? We're, we're good. So yeah. Um, so again, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, but and again, I would I would recommend this movie. Yeah. But if you have if you've never seen any of the screen movies, 
you're you're not you're not going to get it. You're you might enjoy the movie as a slasher movie, but you you're not going to get nearly as much out of it. You're not going to enjoy it nearly as much as Pip and I did. Yeah. I mean I I definitely did yeah. like the movie. I thought it was a credible horror movie, but I also thought to myself the whole time why are we doing this like what's what's what story is left to tell for Sydney Prescott or for Gail Weathers or for for Dewey or for any of these characters and you know spoiler alert there is no more story for Dewey but you know they left Courtney Cox and Nev Campbell alive to potentially bring back for more movies I don't expect to see either one of them I, I mean here's here's the really here's the million dollar question do we expect to see scream six like is there going to be another movie i mean we know that they there's a lot of fan speculation about the possibility of bringing back older characters or doing any of that but do we care at this point like do we do we need it would it benefit us or should we just let sleeping dogs lie at this yeah, point? yeah so i so to answer your final question i i, I think we should let sleeping dogs lie I, I mean, the only the only character that we have not addressed is the character of Stu, Matthew Lillard, who got, you know, in, in the original screen, got, got a TV dropped on his head. I don't know, <laughs> that would fuck me up. That would kill yeah. me. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd be gone. You know, but but there's some speculation. Did did the character die? What have you? Right. He, he, but here's the problem. And we talked about this earlier this weekend. In my mind, even as a scream aficionado, the character of Stu is not enough to bring back the franchise again. It's just right. not. Agreed. Like, like you kind of shot your load with Billy Loomis. You brought him back, Skeet Ulrich, in this movie. Yep. You're going to bring back an accomplice? Like It's going to feel really lame. It's going to feel really lame. And 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 Sidney Prescott was kind of in this movie a little bit, but it really, it really wasn't even about her. Really wasn't like she came back. No, it had nothing to but, do but with it. Really, her. But it really wasn't about her, nothing. right? It was about Billy's kid. And so, at this point, if you, if you try to do another one, the only way you can do it is to bring back Stu. And that's that's a that's a losing formula, in or, my opinion. Yeah, or just cut everybody off from the old movies, right? Well, no and, more Sydney, and, and you could do that too. No more Gail. Right? You could do that too, but if you're going to do that, you got to do it with characters from this movie. Yeah, yeah. And there's not, in my opinion, there's not characters that are strong enough from this movie to do that. That I agree with. So, I think the the lead character from, or the lead female character from uh, Scream Five, I, I think she was. She was decent, but I don't think she carried the torch in the same kind of way. I I, I don't think there's any more torch to carry. Right. I, I got to be honest, like, I'm not sure that there's another actress that could have pulled this off any better because I feel like they're just really trying to squeeze everything they have out of this series. And if there's one thing that Hollywood is not good at doing because they love to make money, it is saying, you know what? We're done. We're done. Like yeah. we, we just, we cannot yeah. tell the story. Like this story came out of a very specific place. We told the story probably a couple too many times. We just need to stop and say, you know what? We're, we're good. Yeah, I, we're I, done. I, I really wish they would have brought Matthew Lillard back for this episode and completely tied a bow on it. We got yep. that Billy and Stu. We're done. We told the story. Killed Sydney yeah. Prescott. Well, like that, they should have too. just killed her. That too. They because killed. Yeah. Every yeah. time they don't kill her, they just leave it open for a sequel. Yeah. And and that's great if if you know Nev Campbell wants another paycheck and and the studio wants to cash in on that. Like no judgment. Like I don't I don't say that disparagingly. I just mean you know like if, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. But every time they don't do that. There, we're we're just setting it up for yeah. for her coming back for the next one, and and the more we water this down, the more I ask myself, why are we doing this? Yeah, I, I guess the only good news in my mind is at this point, we, we've gotten to a point in the in the um, in the chronology of Scream where there's no more villains left that are that are worth making a sequel for. Nobody cares about right? who's left. Nobody cares about Stu. Yeah, and. At this point, nobody really cares about Sydney's story anymore. Like she's she's defeated Ghostface so many times that if you bring her back again, you, you, 
if you bring her back again, you have two choices. You either kill her or you make her the killer. Like, like that's all that's left. Yeah. And, I, and I don't, candidly, I don't want to see either of those stories. Well, here's what's interesting is that of all the horror movie franchises, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Halloween, all the killers are the same person. Right. It's all Freddy Krueger. It's Jason Voorhees. It's Michael Myers. With Scream, it's somebody different every time. So eventually that's going to get watered down to the point where people just don't care because eventually you have to kill a bunch of these people. So this is all going to recycle. So it's not like the same right. sort of you know mystique that we had in the 80s yeah, where you had we, this we, one guy yeah. that was that just kept coming back. We, you're right. We say ghost face killer, but it's always somebody different. Right. It's, it's always not, yeah. somebody different. And and eventually people are just going to get bored with that. It's it's not interesting anymore because the ghost face is just the mask. That's right. all it is to cover up whoever's doing it. But every every time we make these movies, the person under the mask is somebody who has a a motive of some kind, but it's usually something, you know, pretty suspect or, or, right. or subjectively uninteresting in that it's like, well, it's somebody's daughter or somebody's grandkid or somebody's third cousin's roommates, roommates former, former roommate. Yeah. Former whatever. Cousin, right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I think we're very quickly, no matter what we're ending, we're, we're getting towards the end of screen. I, I just don't think there's anything more to tell. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I would agree with that. Uh, it was a, it was a good entry. It was probably one of my favorite entries since the original. But I would agree. Yeah. I, I'm I'm done. And I think we should we should say okay. out loud. It's okay to be done okay. with Scream. Yeah. It's okay to say you know what this movie franchise it it was great while it lasted, but it's done. We should feel more comfortable about doing that because it's it's <laughs> when we don't do that, we have things that just continue on and it dilutes the original product and it's it's no good. And that's uh, that's severely disappointing. It is. So on that note, it is okay to be done. And this has been the 411 from 406. We're going to come at you probably tomorrow night, or at the very least, we'll give you a re- recap in the next week or so. Uh, my name is Chewy. I've been joined once again by my brother from another mother, Mr. Pip. Have a good evening, sir. It's good to see you. Adios. All right. See you.